Today is Tuesday, August 9th, 2022, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast for the rest of your Tuesday, sunny highs 85 to 90, east winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, lows 55 to 60, east winds 5 to 15. Wednesday, breezy, partly cloudy in the morning, becoming mostly cloudy, highs 90 to 95, east winds 10 to 15, increasing to 15 to 25 in the afternoon. Wednesday night, breezy and mostly cloudy. Slight chance of rain showers in the evening. Slight chance of thunderstorms after midnight. Lows around 65. East winds 15 to 25, decreasing to 5 to 15 after midnight. The chance of rain 20%. Thursday mostly cloudy in the morning, becoming partly cloudy. Highs 90 to 95. Southeast winds 5 to 15. Thursday night and Friday partly cloudy. Lows 60 to 65. Highs 90 to 95. Friday night. Mostly cloudy, 20% chance of thunderstorms, lows 60 to 65. Saturday, mostly cloudy, chance of rain showers, slight chance of thunderstorms. Highs 85 to 90, 40% chance of rain. Saturday night, mostly cloudy, chance of rain showers, slight chance of thunderstorms. Highs 85 to 90, 40% chance of precipitation. Saturday night, mostly cloudy, chance of rain showers, and slight chance of thunderstorms. Lows around 60, the chance of rain 50%. Sunday through Monday, mostly clear, highs 85 to 90, lows around 55. Let's take a look at local news. A weekend fire in Haver consumed an historic single-family residence, displacing a father and his daughter and killing three of their pets. A press release from Haver Fire Department Chief Nathan Courtnage says they were dispatched to 321st Avenue at about 4.20 a.m. Sunday morning. The family was able to escape thanks to a smoke alarm that alerted them while they were sleeping. However, their belongings were destroyed and the home is a total loss. The fire has been determined to have originated in the basement. However, the cause remains undetermined due to the structural integrity of the house. The home was insured and the residents are receiving help from family, friends, and the community. The residence was the original home of Haver Luminaries, H. Earl and Margaret Turner Clack. With fire danger ramping up as August continues, numerous jurisdictions in the region are putting restrictions in place. Blaine County and Shoto County have implemented burn bans that are already in effect, while Hill County's burn ban will go into effect at 12.01 a.m. Friday morning. Burn bans prohibit open burning, which is defined as, quote, a fire where any material is burned on the ground or in an open receptacle other than a furnace, incinerator, or other equipment connected to a stack or chimney, end quote. There are exemptions for recreational campfires and established pits and commercial fire rings. Liberty County has gone into Stage 1 fire restrictions effective immediately, which includes further measures. Phillips County and the Rocky Boys Reservation are also in Stage 1. The Blaine County Fair will be in Chinook at the Blaine County Fairgrounds, and visitors can look forward to a return to a schedule of normalcy. Most attractions will return to the fair, like 4-H and live music. Blaine County Fair Manager Debbie Ramberg says besides the usual fair, there are additional incentives for the public to attend. The free carnival ride, and we've got about 22 vendors in our commercial building. We do have a swamp cooler, so hopefully it will keep it relatively cool in there. We've got um, a couple of food wagons coming in. We have um, spuds out of uh, billing, and then we have a food truck called the Hungry Heifer that is from Fort Benton. Ramberg says she hopes to see a normal fare after the height of the pandemic. Yep, um, we're expecting a, a full force fare this year. Um, we're looking forward to being normal again. The Blaine County Fair runs August 10th through the 14th. A full list of events can be found on the Blaine County Fair Facebook page. 
Tomorrow from 1 to 2.30 p.m., the Haver Senior Center is hosting a free Medicare 101 presentation. This presentation is for anyone about to turn 65 or wanting to get more information on the Medicare program for family. Medicare is the federal health program for anyone turning 65 or that has been on Social Security disability for 25 months, according to an email from Pamela Roach the resource and assessment specialist from the Cascade County Aging Services out of Great Falls. Although not technically mandatory to sign up during the initial enrollment period, three months before or after your 65th birthday month, there are still penalties that are incurred if you are late to do so. To register, call the Haver Senior Center 406-265-5464 and sign up using your first name. Now taking a look at COVID updates locally we received yesterday. We'll start off with Hill County. Between August 2nd and the 8th, they reported 62 new COVID cases, and their next update will come next Monday. Total case count for Hill County, 5,354, 19 active, 1 hospitalized, 5,261 recoveries, 74 deaths. The reason the active case count is lower than the new case count is because not all new cases may be active at the time of the weekly report because they've reached the recovery criteria by the time the post goes up. In Blaine County... Between the 5th and 8th of August, they reported 4 new COVID cases and 12 recoveries. Total case count for Blaine, 2,720, 33 active, none hospitalized, 2,653 recoveries, 34 deaths. Turning to state news, NBC Montana reports that one man died after his vehicle collided with a bear on Highway 83. The incident happened at mile marker 53 when the southbound motorcycle collided with a bear that had entered the highway. The man was thrown from the motorcycle and died of his injuries. He was not wearing a seatbelt. The Elmo 2 fire burning west of Flathead Lake grew by just 4 acres Monday and is now at 21,349 acres, while containment is now at 61%. The fire has burned eight structures and forced numerous evacuations, although some were lifted over the weekend. Fire crews are working to secure the fire's edge and strengthen containment lines by utilizing ground crews, helicopters, scoopers, and interagency hotshot crews. Over 600 personnel are on scene and the fire could see new growth this week due to hot and dry conditions. The Montana Free Press reports that the three candidates for Montana's newly created Western Congressional District squared off in person for the first time at a candidate forum in Missoula Monday, landing glancing blows and setting the stage for a race that will elevate Montana issues to the national stage and localize national political dynamics as the major parties vie for control of the U.S. House of Representatives. Most of the oxygen at City Club Missoula went to former U.S. Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke, a Republican previously representing Montana's at-large district from 2015 to 2017 and Missoula-based energy attorney Monica Trinnell, a Democrat. Also in the fray was Libertarian nominee John Lamb. Trinnell, who faces an uphill battle in a Republican-leaning district that includes the Flathead Valley, Missoula, Butte, Bozeman, and Hamilton, came out swinging, criticizing Zinke for his infrequent appearances at public forums on the campaign trail thus far and for his history of consulting work for the energy industry after leaving the Interior Department amid a slew of ethics investigations. Zinke has denied any wrongdoing and previously referred to the probes as, quote, BS, end quote. He most recently was dinged by ethics officials in President Joe Biden's Interior Department for his role in negotiations over a commercial project in his hometown of Whitefish. Zinke, for his part, emphasized his service with Interior in his opening remarks. Neither Lamb, a farmer outside Bozeman, or Trinnell has previously held elected office. Trinnell previously worked as an attorney for the Public Service Commission and ran unsuccessfully for a seat on the PSC in 2020. Montana Public Radio political analyst Sally Mock and led off with a few inquiries of her own. But most questions came from members of the City Club audience who probed the candidates about their stances on gun control, abortion, the climate, and more. 
Fish, Wildlife, and Parks has closed the Stillwater River to all watercraft between Absorca, fishing access site, and the confluence of the Rosebud River, which is just upstream of Jeffrey's Landing FAS. The closure is for watercraft on the river, not other river access. An exposed natural gas pipeline has created a dangerous obstacle in the river and is impeding floaters' ability to safely negotiate around it. Low water levels have reduced the width of the river and is now forcing floaters to go over the pipeline twice and into a debris pile on the lower portion that could potentially cause injury or drowning. The pipeline company is working on a solution. The reconstruction of the historic Higgins Avenue bridge that spans the Clark Fork River in downtown Missoula is nearing completion. The Montana Free Press says the new bridge will have more spacious pathways for pedestrians and cyclists, and it will come with a new name to reflect Missoula's history as the Aboriginal territory of the Salish and Kalispell people. Earlier this month, the bridge was officially renamed Bear Tracks Bridge, in one of several efforts spearheaded by Missoula County to acknowledge the area's cultural landscape and history. As an important part of their culture, the Salish and Kalispell people commonly named places after the resources that were abundant in the area. Missoula, for example, was known as Place of the Small Bull Trout. And now taking a look at wheat prices for today. Just some slight changes of a few cents from yesterday. We'll start with Hill County. Winner is 785 a bushel, spring 821. Blaine 775 for winter, spring 816. Liberty winter 790, spring 821. Shoto 785 winter, 821 spring. And Phillips 770 winter, 811 spring. And now taking a look at funeral notices for today. Sandra Lee Dowen Pepin, 84, passed away Wednesday, July 27th at Northern Montana Care Center. Memorial services will begin 11 a.m. tomorrow, that's Wednesday the 10th, at First Lutheran Church. Pastor Megan Haywish will officiate. And that is going to do it for your Tuesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Everyone have a great rest of your Tuesday, and stay safe out on the roads.